Do you feel alone? Even your mama doesn't love you. Do you think you're weird? A bowling ball shouldn't be able to fit in there. Do you have a secret? I bet it's big. True Me with Kevin and Farah. Driven by secrets, fueled by shame. Hey, welcome to True Me. It's a brand new cycle featuring Kevin and Farah. Hello, everybody. I'm so excited. This is the very first episode, isn't it? It is. Well, you've been on the show a couple of times before, mm-hmm. but this is the time where we're like, okay, sign, seal, deliver yourself here, please. It's now, now the situation is I feel like I've got responsibilities. I'm kind of nervous now. Like prior to this, I didn't kind of give a shit. But right now, it's whew, the pressure is on. You represent all Malay women your age. I'm sorry in advance. Um, Hari Raya, I'll minta ampun at every house, okay? Thank you very much. She's l- legitimately trying to walk out of the studio right now. <laughs> Today is our first episode in this brand new cycle and we've got so much to cover. We haven't been around for the last couple of weeks because we're just trying to figure things out. We did a photo shoot and since it's a brand new cycle, we thought we would start by talking about awakenings. Mm-hmm. A sexual awakening. Is it sexual for you? Oh, it's always sexual for me. Oh, I thought we were talking about waking up from my night terrors, but I guess sexual awakenings are, for, <laughs> are great. Uh, what was the first time you, you realized that you were attracted to other human beings? Well, okay, I realized I was attracted to other people when I watched Mulan, right? Mm-hmm. So that was with, oh, Shang. Until today, I swear to God that man enters my dreams. You know they're filming a live-action Mulan? I know. With a white boiler. Jared Leto is Shang, I think. Is Jared Leto playing Shang? I'm kidding. I don't know anything. Oh my god, I was going to get so mad. Literally walk out. Oh my god, so disgusting. Seriously? Oh my god, I'm so upset. Okay, I'm going to erase that from my mind real quick. Um, But the idea is, so yeah, so I I had that situation happen. But the first time I actually had like felt things in my nether regions Mm -hmm. was when I was like 10 years old. Mm. I was sitting with my parents, we were watching TV and I think it was Total Recall. I just know it was Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? But it wasn't him that did it for me. He had the scene with the wife and the wife was like a little bit of a sex scene. Uh So my mother wasn't paying attention and then... So um, she didn't skip it or close your eyes or something. Like a minute or something, I was just like, oh, this is interesting. And then I didn't know it was wrong to watch until my mom covered my eyes. Mm. And then I went, oh, and that scene lingered for a while. And that was the year I hit puberty as well. So How that, old were you? I was 10. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You hit puberty when you were 10. I know. I'm going to hit menopause tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I thought really you like, hit it last week. You look beautiful sh- still. <laughs> That's my lack of uterus. Um, so yeah, but what about you? Uh, I think the first time I had a sexual image in my head, I was six years old. I don't know how it happened, <laughs> but let's just say it involved me and a classmate from kindergarten. And uh, there was some bondage involved. I honestly do not know how Wait. that happened. I do not know. Just, Wait. I, there's no much, not much more you can dig out of me. Wait. Yeah. Wait. First, let's go. Um, who tied who up? Were you actually tying each I other up? I was the one who, was, uh, who tied him up and started whipping him. Wait. In class? Where did you go to school? No, Were no, you in my, my in walls? my, it was a rehearsal for the um, graduation air quotes uh, of the uh, of the kindergarten, and we had to perform, and, and um, I, I think I was standing in line at the time, and it just flashed into my mind for maybe a split second, and I was really confused because I didn't know where it came from. Oh, I it was think, a thought yeah, that you had. I don't think I got an erection out of it. I, uh, well, even if I had, I wouldn't have remembered. I was so young. Did you like the thought? I entertained it a couple of more times, but it was just too confusing for me. So when you guys were tying each other up, or you tying him up, were mm-hmm. you guys in a specific location or something? We were in the desert. 
Are there deserts in Ipoh? Could someone fact check this? Like, wait, what? I could have just seen Aladdin or something. I could have just seen Aladdin in the movie. I don't know. I was six years old. I don't know what happened at that time. It was just the two of you, the yeah. hot sun. Yeah, I was like sand. punishing him for something. And that, like, I, I would say turned me on, but it, honestly, I don't remember it being that erotic. It was just a weird thought in my head. I think the first erotic thought I had, I was, it was 10 or 11 uh, when I discovered like a stash of porn <laughs> and I watched one of them and uh, tits were fake, by the way. And, they always are. <laughs> and uh, funny enough, there was, there was uh, my, my parents found out about them and they were like, who gave you these things? Well, where did you find it? I thought I would assume they, they were, were your parents. They were my dad's. Oh. I didn't want to out my dad because mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, this is not supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. Like, and also like an uncle was staying in the house, so it could be his. I didn't know, so mm-hmm. I just I just kept quiet. I was like, I don't know where it came from. It's just not me. But I actually watched it. What happened after? Was that now the start of you like masturbating? Was it the start of you thinking about sex all the time? What happened after? When I was much younger, I ejaculated in the form of rubbing my thighs together, and I didn't know it was masturbation. I did not know that. So you. The pee-pee goes down. No, it's just just like how I'm sitting right now, just crossing my leg and just oh. like squeezing it a couple of times. And because I was so horny all the time, I would be able to dry cum a couple mm-hmm. of times doing that per day. And I didn't know what the hell it was. I was just like, oh, this feels great, right? Mm-hmm. And until I was, I think, 11 or 12, because uh, I was in school when it happened. And I think it was during recess and I went back and I was bored and I started like rubbing myself again with my thighs and it was just wet. And I didn't know what it was. I thought I was becoming Dragon Ball. Like, not, not the dragon or the balls, but I thought I was becoming like a Dragon Ball character. Like you were transforming into something divine. Yeah, because or... it was just like angry and veiny. So I was like, oh, Dragon Ball. You thought your wait when you say angry and veiny, your penis. So you thought your penis was turning into basically I a comic character. I was character. turning into a comic <laughs> character. I thought that was what was happening. Oh wow! Yeah, but I didn't actually start masturbating regularly until I was maybe fifteen or sixteen years old. But you didn't have any sense of like guilt, or were you troubled by the fact that, that this, I masturbated yeah. so early? I didn't know that was masturbation. How did you masturbate? What was the first time you did it? That's the thing. I, once again, it's a similar not story. masturbate. You know, pleasured yourself in that sense. Mm. When I was like ten years old, that same year, I was in. You know, because kids sleep with the bolster between their legs mm-hmm. and as that as I was doing that I, I remembered like oh wow that kind of felt nice and then it came to a point of climax at one, one day and I was like yes this your is bolster, your bolster was a Power Ranger balloon wasn't it Girl, I knew it stay out of my room <laughs> and the idea was the fact that you felt good and I wanted to keep doing it mm-hmm. and I didn't know it was masturbation until I was like 11 or 12 because I was talking to some girlfriends in school and I was like hey you guys have you guys like noticed you could do this cool thing and they were like huh <laughs> and, then, and then I sort of looked into it Like we had this book at home And I was like oh, And then I felt guilty Like every time I'd do it I'd like sometimes feel like crying I felt like a dirty girl oh. Yeah so that was what happened And yeah but then I was like Kind of I couldn't help myself You know I thought about sex all the time I'd be like at school I'm like I can't wait to go home And touch it and then cry after <laughs> You know what I mean yeah. <laughs> Me too yeah. So we're gonna take a short break When we come back later We're gonna talk more about Sexual awakening Wake up Right people. here on Shroomy If you haven't had your Sexual awakening yet Why the hell are you Listening to this show Get the fuck out of here <laughs> Get an alarm clock It's time to get up Welcome back to True Me. It's Kevin and Farah, and we're talking about the Triple X Awakening. Oh yeah, sounds like a Vin Diesel film I'd like to watch. When is the first time? When was the first time you had sex? Oh wow, we're going into like okay, straight like straight to that. Oh, yeah. I was maybe sixteen years old. Mm-hmm. You were in school. 
Well, I grad. Well, I skipped a year. I'm pretty smart. Um, then, but, no, but not apparently. <laughs> well, my intelligence was immediately denied when I had sex with this boy. Um, I was 16 years old. It was a boyfriend I had at the time, and um, it was hilarious because mm-hmm. um, I was really nervous about it. But then, when we actually did it, I didn't feel anything. Not to say that I didn't feel him inside of me. I didn't feel pleasure. I didn't feel pain. Literally, after we were done the first time, it took like 30 seconds, and then I said, "Hey, can we try again just to be sure?" And mm-hmm. then he was like, "Oh, uh, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll try." And then we did it again. And then I was like, "Oh, okay." And then for about for a year plus that we were together after that, we just kept having sex, and I just thought sex was really boring. Ah, but yeah, so that was me at six. Wait, why did you keep doing it if you weren't pleasured by it? Because it didn't suck either. It was just like, and I th- I thought to myself, I enjoyed I enjoyed touching myself. You're not a Power Ranger. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> you don't feel the same like my soft cotton pillow. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But um. You know, because I, I loved him at the time and all that stuff, and I just did it. I thought it was what people did, mm-hmm. but it was after I broke up with him that I had sex with another person, and I was just like, "Hallelujah!" <laughs> like like a golden dick was dropped in my lap because it was perfect. After that, I that was like, yeah, talking just about accidentally dropping a dick in your lap and just finding its way into your heart. Yeah, I call you Kiki, but then this beautiful gold penis—it wasn't gold at all. It was normal and fleshy. Were oh, you fucking a tin man? What the hell is that? I was, I was walking down Bukit Bintang and I saw the guy. I'm like, come with me. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so then after that, I started love sex again. So that was great. What about you? When did you pop that cherry? I think uh, I messed around with a couple of friends in high school, but it was never anything more than a hand job. Mm. But the first time, I didn't actually have penetrative sex until I was very late into my tw- not very late lah, like I think twenty four, twenty three, perhaps. Uh, the first time I gave someone a blowy. Because mm-hmm. we're keeping it umum, right? Uh, <laughs> the first time I gave someone a blowjob, I was—I think I was 19 years old. I was selling prepaid cards in a shopping mall, <gasps> and I was like, "Wanna buy that? Top up two ringgit, top up five ringgit." You know, that's what I was doing uh, in Ipo. And there was this two boys who came to like get a phone. They were buying a new phone or something, or, or buying a, a prepaid SIM or something. And they asked me a bunch of questions, and then they start flirting with me, and I didn't know what what that was at that time because mm-hmm. you know I come from a small town, and people generally don't flirt with other boys in small towns. 10, 20 years ago. Yeah. So what had happened was I, I was speaking to him and he said, "If can I text you if I have any problems with the SIM card?" And I was like, "Yeah, of course." So I gave him my phone number, and I think he texted me in the evening. And that night we went to watch a movie, mm-hmm. and then when he was sending me home, um, took his dick out and I gave him a blowjob, and I was really into it. So- I don't know how he knew that I was gay. Maybe it's because of, I talk like this with my hands fl- floating all around the place, you know. <laughs> With that accent, yes. Uh, no, but the situation. Sexy, right? How did you know what you were supposed? Like, did he tell you? Did he like, hey, um, so here it is. I think there. he gauged it. I think it was because when we were watching the movie, he sort of just like leaned over and like you know, sort of rubbed his shoulder against mine, and I didn't, I didn't mind that. And mm. so we were like, I don't remember holding hands or anything, but we mm. were very touchy in the cinema. But. Like, how did you know how to give a blowy? Like, oh that was my. your first. I watched so much porn. <laughs> It was ingrained in your yeah. head. So until today, I'm like, I love blowing people, right? Like, mm-hmm. hopefully five at the same time every single night. That's like my life goal. But why? What about blowjobs? Has you know? Has you going? What about them? I don't know. I just like. I just like them. You just like dick in your mouth. I do. Give me a bag of them. How much? Five ninety nine. I'll take them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so he was actually very nice because. Now, now here's the thing you need to know, right? For first time, whether you're a boy or a girl, straight or gay, it can be very dangerous, especially with an overeager partner, you know, who could say, "Hey, let me put in your butt or let me put in your vagina." Uh, whereas for me, the guy was asking me, he was like, "Oh, well, you know, you seem to be enjoying this. This is your first time." I said, "Yes," and then. 
And then after that, I asked him like, "What do we do now?" He said, "Well, it's your first time with a guy. I'm not going to do anything to you." So he just drove me home. See, that's a very nice guy. Now yeah. going back to that, that could be rather dangerous. The idea yeah. that you didn't know anything about him. I don't even remember his name. Like, see, that's the thing. I have no. I have no issue. <laughs> No, but I don't have any issues with it. Who, like who you want to lose your V card to? Yeah. But the idea is the fact that's very dangerous, Kevin. He yeah. could have taken you home and that's slaughtered true. you and cut off your penis, and you wouldn't be the dick obsessed guy that you are now. Hooking up is always very dangerous. Do you Agreed. not see those articles like kids studying in Russia, mm-hmm. and then they get on Grinder, and then they meet some hot people, and these people just sort of like make them drink urine and like suck. The dick of a dog It's horrible You think this is a joke I know it's not it's a joke It's all real You know Yeah It's true I think I think the idea is that You gotta be very careful You gotta gauge the situation And understand that Every time you're interacting With somebody sexually You're putting yourself In a little bit of a precarious situation So Yeah Take your time How did you not get scared The first time Were you scared The first time you had You had sex um, well, I was nervous, I would say. I, I was I was excited. I was nervous because something that I wanted. And I was doing it with someone who I trusted at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I wasn't very scared at all. I was scared after. Like, after the whole thing happened, it wasn't so much, oh my God, what's happening to my body? It was more like, oh, I'm going to hell now. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I can no longer be that girl who's waiting for marriage now. I'm, I'm, waste, I'm garbage. And... It took me a long time to get over that. Is that why you're still single? You know, you're not single anymore. No, you're not. You're in a happy relationship. I am a diamond now, okay? (laughs) Because you're so hard and dead inside. You're made out of just pure virgin blood (laughs) of other people. Yes! (laughs) No, but I wanted to ask you that. So after that time, that that first time that you... When was the next time that you engaged in it? Was it right? Oh gosh, it was, uh, I think, a couple of years later. I think it was at least a year or two later. Why did that? I did not. The thing is, the thing is, here's something you need to know about me. I think a lot of people have this idea that gay people is all about like you know fucking like bunnies, but it's really untrue for me. Mm -hmm. I generally, I like to joke about myself having a really low sex drive. I technically don't, but I also do not enjoy anal sex as much as people give gays credit for. Mm. So like, I don't like wake up in the middle of the night singing sodomy. You know, it doesn't happen like that. As a matter of fact, most of the time, I was just talking to my date a couple of days ago. This guy that I was seeing, I said, "Hey, uh, are you? Do you have a problem with the, with the two of us being together?" And he said, uh, "I feel like we've seen each other for a couple of months now, and the only thing I can complain about is the fact that we don't have as much sex as I thought we would." And I said, "Well, first of all, for me, for someone who doesn't like topping or bottoming." Doing it for you is a lot of work. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't call it a sacrifice. I can enjoy it to an extent. Mm-hmm. Just not long periods of it. And also, you need so much preparation before penetrative sex between men. Yeah. Is there a lot of preparation between men and women? Or women and women? Well, not really. I mean, it really depends. I think there's always a, a little bit of preparation, whether it be grooming and all that. But I understand the sense where if it's a, you know, a man-on-man relationship, if you're especially you're engaging in anal sex, which happens in straight relationships as well, mm-hmm. you want to be prepared, if yeah. you know what I mean, especially what you're eating and all yeah. that. If you had cheese and milk and grapes and sandwiches for dinner, you're not going to... And dumplings. Hell I'm basically no. listing out everything that I ate a couple of days ago. No, but... <laughs> So you no sex after this? <laughs> Did not have sex that night. <laughs> no, but the thing about it is the fact that when I'm even when I'm I think I'm prepared and I'm uh-huh. having anal sex, I'm still thinking about the like I'm still nervous about it. I'm like, am I sure I'm okay? Am I am I am I all right down there? One of one of the guys that I I really I like I love him right now. I can honestly say I love him and he's a friend now. But we we dated for a short bit, a couple of years. Uh, not dated la like fubus la. You know, mm-hmm. he would he would come to Malaysia and we'd have sex and. Um, one thing I really liked about him was that he was so gentle that 
every time when he was doing it. He would be super slow in the beginning and pick the pace, and it, it was always very pleasurable for me. Mm. And so I would always be super self conscious, like, "Hey, you know, I just took a shower, but I also took a dump like thirty minutes ago. I'm not Ooh, too sure." Yeah. And he wasn't particularly good with words, but he was like, "I know where I'm putting it." Oh yeah, and he's like, I know where I'm putting it. We're using a condom. We're okay. See, that's fantastic. That's communication. communication. Yeah, very important. Communication can be such a turn on. People do not give it enough credit. Agreed, a hundred percent. I mean, just by him saying that to me, I'm turned on a little bit because yeah. the fact that he's aware and he still wants some love. I yeah. mean, he's he's not. And he knows that you're uncomfortable, so he tries to make you comfortable yes. so that you both can like achieve Ooh. optimal health. Are you still like? Are you still <laughs> <laughs> optimal health? <laughs> optimal success. Optimal. Yes. Very good. My <laughs> but uh, but are you guys still like hooking up? I'm actually seeing him in Berlin in a couple of weeks. So ooh, girl. I don't I... think anything's gonna happen. I'm seeing him and his new boyfriend. So not new lad. They've been together for two years. Okay. Yeah. Mm-mm. Okay. Make right. Make the right choices. Farah's like filmed everything <laughs> if something yes! happens. Uh, well, it's so good to speak to you in the studio. Let's do it again next week and the week <laughs> after and the week after that. I think I'm free. Let's do it. And also contractually <laughs> I like the contract. Let's find out how much I'm getting paid. Let's do it. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in uh, to True Me. If you like the show, make sure you follow us on social media. Uh, Farah has not set up an Instagram account yet. We'll see what we can do. I'm a hermit. I live in, I live in the mountains somewhere. Yeah, but you can talk to me at Mr. Kevin Chong on Instagram or on Twitter. Or you could just do it officially via the Ice Kachang app. Follow us on Instagram at Ice Kachang MY. It's www.icekachang.com.my. Bye! Bye! Bye.